Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Moselle. This is Sunday, January the 29th, 2023. This service was recorded on January 22nd, the third Sunday after Epiphany. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Brandy Needert. Today's radio broadcast is given by Brandy Needert. Thank you for joining us today. And how appropriate, as we enter this third Sunday after Epiphany, Jesus, walk with me. Let us uh, begin with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this in your hymnal on page 211. And uh, we are going to be uh, following the service of the Word this morning. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent in your compassion. Forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your Spirit so that we may live and serve you in the newness of life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved in the name of Jesus Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song, 661. I love to tell the story. We're going to sing stanza one. service continues on page 213 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
congregation to please rise and singing the refrain of the canticle of praise. printed in your bulletin insert. Lord God, your loving kindness always goes before us and follows after us, summons us into your light, and direct our steps in the ways of goodness that come through the cross of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The congregation may be seated. Let us receive God's word. Good morning. The first reading is from Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 through 4, with the following preface. The northern tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali experience the gloom of defeat by Assyrian military forces, but they are assured that their condition will be reversed when God makes a light-filled appearance. The joy they will experience will resemble celebrations of great harvests, because God will deliver them from everything that diminishes or oppresses them. The reading. There will be no gloom for those who were in ang anguish. In the former time, the Lord brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. The word of the Lord. We will read Psalm 27 responsively. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing I ask of the Lord, one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to seek God in the temple. For in the day of trouble, God will give me shelter, hide me in the hidden places of the sanctuary, and raise me high upon a rock. Hear my voice, O Lord, when I call. Have mercy on me and answer me. 
speaks your message. Seek my face. Your face, O Lord, I will seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not away from your servant in anger. Cast me not away. You have been my helper. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. 2.16 with the gospel acclamation, I invite the congregation to please rise. According to St. Matthew, the fourth chapter, glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel. Now, when John heard, or Jesus, excuse me, when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Natali. So that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, the land of Zebulun, the land of Natali, all on the road to the sea across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region of the shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And as he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called to them, and immediately they left their boat and their father, and they followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease, every sickness among the people. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the revealing Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's amazing. If we were to go to the Holy Land, we would see that we would go from Naphtali and the land of Zebulun and we would find ourselves in the north to Capernaum where Jesus made his home with Peter and it was a great fishing community and things were about to happen. It wasn't that long ago that there we were at the sea of or at the Jordan River and Jesus is being baptized and we see the dove descending and staying upon Jesus. And off he is going already. We know in one of the gospels there was this pause, this period of 40 days and 40 nights in which Jesus was in the wilderness and tempted by Satan. But now Jesus is ready. He sets his face like flint. But he's not going to go to Jerusalem just yet. He has things to do. And so our epiphany message today is repent. 
turn from sinning, turn the other way and follow Christ. Well, how many of us want to go about sinning? That's not what we want to do, but, you know, if, if we really look at our lives, we continue to sin because we fall short. Sin is a, a part of our DNA. There's nothing that we can do. We, we come in the sanctuary Sunday after Sunday and we begin with confession and forgiveness or thanksgiving for, the bapt, for our baptism at the baptismal font. Remembering there's nothing that we can do but it is God and we seek God's forgiveness always for he loves us. And God has a plan that he's going to remove that sin and allow for us to live into the glory and the presence of God. And Jesus' message is this. Heaven has come near. So repent and follow me. Jesus calls Simon, Peter, Andrew, James, and John. And they immediately follow. They don't question. I liked how we kind of looked into the life of, and I can't remember if I talked about it on Sunday or if I wrote about it in the newsletter that will be coming out next week, but it's interesting how Andrew immediately in coming in connection with Jesus, I mean, he was one of the disciples of John the Baptist, and he follows, and he, with excitement, he goes and he finds his brother Simon, and he says, we have found the, the anointed one. Come and see. And before Simon can even reach uh, Jesus to greet him or have a formal introduction, Jesus says, you're Simon, son of John or son of Jonah. Kind of one of the same, John and Jonah. Your name will be Peter. And we'll find out that it is Peter who will be the foundation of the faith. Jesus will be the cornerstone, the foundation of the faith of the church, the church on earth. And so here we have Andrew and Peter and James and John. And by the time we get to the end of our epiphany, it'll be interesting. Three of those four will make it up the mountain with Jesus to see the transfiguration, the glory of our Lord, which they are just amazed but are not allowed to tell anyone. And so here we have Jesus now calling them and they immediately follow with no hesitation. They drop their nets. And in text study this week, we were wondering, what would Zebulun Zebedee, excuse me, what would Zebedee say? What would the father of the two sons, James and, or of Peter, of James and John, who drop their nets and go, what would dad say? And I love this. Uh, Rodney Blumbo, who's one of the pastors in our tech study and is the pastor at St. Peter and Paul, he shared, I think Zebedee would be pushing the boys out. You know, we've been all about feeding the empire. We've been collecting and, and throwing our nets out and fishing, and, and the tilapia has been going to Rome. Peter's fish, tilapia. No, this isn't a life. I've had this life. And we don't know if they were, any of, one of them were the older son or if they were younger sons, but maybe he was pushing them to say, go. Because part of me is like, no. Here comes Jesus, follow me, and boom, you immediately leave, you drop your nets and you go? Well, what about dad? I mean, we hear in the scriptures, let me go back and let my parents know that I'm leaving. When Jesus calls the other disciples, the time is of essence. And look, all four of them are simply fishermen providing Rome with tilapia. 
Jesus' ministry then takes a very abrupt turn as he hears that John the Baptist has been arrested. Jesus knows something. And he withdraws. And he goes north. And he calls. And he teaches. And he heals. Bringing light to the kingdom of heaven into the darkened world. Now here in our midst. And the time is of essence. In this short chapter, in in the few short verses of this chapter, we see a lot happening. A lot of action has just taken place as I've just described it. We too as church work in the essence of time to share the good news of God through Jesus Christ guided by the Holy Spirit. Time is of the essence. We don't know when our days on this earth will come to an end. Each day is a gift. And it's a gift in the glorious kingdom of God in the midst of heaven among us that we don't have to wait to be good enough or wait for it to come. It is already here. You are already good enough through the blood of the Lamb. And so we be church. We too are called together to hear God's word, the living word, and sharing the message with others. And you've heard me share this before, Peter or excuse me, uh, uh, St. Francis said, preach the gospel often, but only use words if necessary. Go out and care for others. That's what we do, church. Wayne Zion is a very, very special place. We are invited to teach. I never knew this when I went to seminary. I remember the very first day I sat in Pentateuch with Dr. Fretheim, who's now since uh, died and is in the glory of our Lord. He said, you'll be teachers. I was so disappointed. I had been having people after me, oh, Wade, you should consider being a pastor. Well, the, the residents would come up and say, are you our minister? I would say, I'm the administrator, because I was a nursing home administrator at the time. But finally, listening to that call, and I'm nervous, and I remember going to this class, and Terry Fretheim giving us... Uh, Notes, and I would, I tell you, I wrote out everything. Class would be from seven till nine, two hours with a couple breaks in between. I would come home and I would get on the computer downstairs, and it took me an hour to get from St. Paul back to where we were living in St. Croix Falls, and I would begin typing my notes. It'd be 1 30 in the morning, and I thought, oh, I gotta go to bed because I gotta be the administrator in the morning. And I still to this day have that three-ring binder with all my notes. But if I would have kept that up, that would have killed me. <laughs> now, why did I tell that story? That's, that's a problem when you do stuff like that. Let me get back here. Church, we are called to, to and we're invited to teach. And I found out that when I got here to Wayne Zion, and Diane Temple says, okay, pastor, the way we do it here is I, uh, I help you. We're doing faith incubators, and uh, the pastor teaches, and Diane's absolutely wonderful. She can make anybody just, it's amazing. And I think it was because of Diane Temple that she's like, pastor, that was really good. And I'm like, really? And encouraging of me. Isn't that what church is? Encouraging one another. And I found out that I love to teach. And I remember sitting in Fretheim's class. We're going to be teachers. And I'm like, no! I barely passed college. Thank you, Liz, for writing all, helping me write all those papers. That's confession and forgiveness. She still corrects my stuff to this day. 
I don't know what it was. Maybe it was my grandma when I was growing up and she'd always say, use. <laughs> anyway, we're invited to care for others. We are disciples. We are encouraged to proclaim, to share, to teach, to invite. That's what we do. And we do this not holding power over others, but we do this in experiencing peace, knowing that salvation is for all people. A new reign has come, a new community. The kingdom of heaven is here in our midst, guiding us through the Holy Spirit, Christ in us, God devotion for us. Jesus went to Capernaum, as was foretold by the prophet Isaiah, showing us the way to God. And the kingdom among us is going to lead Jesus from the north down to Jerusalem. As church... Christ is our cornerstone. Our salvation is found in his blood and his body given for us as church. We follow Christ's example as was done by our youth here at Wayne Zion. There are so many wonderful things and I'm going to bring this to a close because we're going to gather for annual meeting and we're going to hear what it means to be church as Wayne Zion. It's not going to be painful and kids, I'm going to ask you to sit and hold tight and you can get through this and hear what your wonderful church is doing. But I want to share with you, church, wonderful things that our youth are doing. They made some 28 casseroles, tater tot hot dish casseroles. And I wanted, in the worst way, to get those out to our shut-in people before Christmas Eve and was able to do it. 14 deliveries were made. Six individuals received communion. I said, I'll be back to the others. I said, I'm my goal is to get out these 14 hot dishes. Letters have come back. Dear Pastor Wade in the Sunday school class, responsible for the tater tot hot dish casserole. What a wonderful gesture on their part. Thank you so much for your thoughtfulness. It, was, it isn't every day that you see so much kindness to give cheer to an older generation, an old lady like me. It really brightened my day, kids. I wish I could thank you in person. May God bless you and keep you in our prayers. Stay well and have a healthy new year. Elfrida Tobiason. To the Sunday school class who made the great casserole, thank you so much for this tasty meal. Thank you, Reverend Wade, for delivering it and having popcorn with us. I did have popcorn. Thank you for some of your busy time. Sometimes getting a meal together is hard to do when you live with pain every day. This casserole was like getting a mini vacation, so yummy and filling. Bless you all for doing this, you children of Wayne Zion. It was delicious. Thanks so much, Barb and Everett Tobiason. Thank you, Wayne Zion Church, for living out your faith in the kingdom of heaven that is amongst us. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day. I love to tell this story. 661, stanza 2. Thank you.
stand and share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Apostles' Creed. With the whole church, let us confess our faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. With the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, let us pray for the church and those in need and all of God's creation. Make your church one in purpose, proclaiming the message of the cross. Help us to work together across differences, energize ecumenical partnerships, including the World Council of Churches and the Lutheran World Federation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. In Christ, your reign comes near and calls all to repentance. Break the rod of the oppressor in every nation. Dispel the shadow of death in places of war and persecution. Grant us leaders who lift the yokes that burden those in need. Merciful God, Sustaining the ministries of this congregation in all churches and the community. Nurture each congregation's unique witness in your presence and foster mutual respect. Inspire cooperation in loving our neighbors. Merciful God, we praise you for the faithful who have gone ahead of us, both famous and unknown. Help us to leave our nets and follow and bring us with them to the fullness of your purpose of eternal life. And for those, Lord, who struggle till still this day and seek wholeness and, and health, we lift before you Joyce and Judy, Judy Husman and Judy Skay, Marilyn, Teresa, Henry and Lois, Kalinda, Sandy, and Charles, and bring protection to those serving in the military, Ben, David, Trevor, and Dustin. Merciful God, we bring to you our needs and our hopes, O oh God, trusting in your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us receive our offering this morning. The Noisy Coin offering is going to the Ministerial Association. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. In giving thanks for God's word. O God of justice and love, we give you thanks to you that you, you illuminate our way through life with the words of your Son. Give us the light we need, awaken us to the needs of others, and at the end, bring all the world to your feast through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. And the Lord grant you his peace. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint and hardened and support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God. Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.